Hey everybody, welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and this time, I'll be talking about spirituality. To me, spirituality is more about transcending your consciousness to a higher plane than any type of performative practice. I have long incorporated my spiritual beliefs into my day-to-day life and do not feel any need for outward expression of them. They are personal. It's funny though, there are quite a lot of interpretations of what the word spirituality means and there is an incredible amount of research and learned knowledge on the subject of spirituality readily available to most people. I'm going to be quoting from Psychology Today, Wikipedia, and several other sources. The very first source that I'm quoting from comes from the top result of a Google search just for the word spirituality. And the blurb says, Spirituality involves the recognition of a feeling or a sense or belief that there is something greater than myself, something more to being human than sensory experience, and that the greater whole of which we are part is cosmic or divine in nature. Then an ellipse, an opening of the heart, is an essential aspect of true spirituality. And that comes from rcpsychac.uk, spirituality. According to Dr. Maya Spencer from the Royal College of Psychiatrists, her paper, What is Spirituality? A Personal Exploration, she says, Spirituality means knowing that our lives have significance in a context beyond a mundane everyday existence at the level of biological needs that drive selfishness and aggression. It means knowing that we are a significant part of a purposeful unfolding life in our universe. Spirituality involves exploring certain universal themes, love, compassion, altruism, life after death, wisdom and truth with the knowledge that some people such as saints or enlightened individuals have achieved and manifested higher levels of development than the ordinary person. Aspiring to manifest the attributes of such inspirational examples often becomes an important part of the journey through life for spiritually inclined people. Well, I think that's very well stated, Dr. Spencer. Thank you so very much. My personal feeling is that a great deal of people confuse spirituality with religious practice. And spirituality, to me, helps one attain inner peace, succor, comfort, and calm. But, as the song, sung by Liza Minnelli said, Sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're sad, but the world goes around. 
Sometimes you lose every nickel you had, but the world goes round. Sometimes your dreams get broken in pieces, but that doesn't alter a thing. Take it from me, there's still going to be a summer, a winter, a fall, and a spring. And sometimes a friend starts treating you bad, but the world goes round. And sometimes your heart breaks with a deafening sound. Somebody loses and somebody wins. And one day it's kicks, then it's kicks in the shins. But the planet spins and the world goes round. But the world goes round. But the world goes round. Merriam-Webster defines spirituality as a noun. There are four different entries from the definition of spirituality. One, something that in ecclesiastical law belongs to the church or to a cleric as such. Two, all caps, the word clergy. Three, sensitivity or attachment to religious values. Four, the quality or state of being spiritual. Well, thank you, Merriam-Webster. From Psychology Today. Spirituality means different things to different people. For some, it's primarily about a belief in God and active participation in organized religion. For others, it's about non-religious experiences that help them get in touch with their spiritual selves through quiet reflection, time in nature, private prayer, yoga, or meditation. Many people identify as spiritual, but not religious. With a few exceptions, the percentage of adults who identify as religious in many industrialized countries is declining, while remaining generally high in less developed nations. Even as religious affiliation decreases, though, a sense of spiritual identification could remain steady or even increase. The Benefits of a Spiritual Life No direct causal link has been established, but research has consistently found that religious involvement is correlated with better physical and mental health, including better sleep, lower blood pressure, and an overall lower rate of mortality. Higher levels of spirituality have also been linked to increased compassion, strengthen relationships, and improved self-esteem. There may be a downside for people who avoid religion and spirituality altogether. Some research has indicated that eschewing magical thinking and being unable to identify patterns in the surrounding world may be linked to depression or anhedonia, the inability to experience pleasure. Are spiritual people more generous? People who have endured experiences of intense psychological turmoil, research finds, often emerge much more spiritual and altruistic than they were before. For example, they are more likely to donate a kidney to a stranger. What some would call a spiritual awakening leads such people to become less materialistic, more empathetic, and more generous. The Search for Meaning an instinct toward spirituality appears to be deeply ingrained in humans. We can't help but ask big questions. 
research finds that even declared religious skeptics can't stifle a sense that there is something greater than the physical world they see. As the brain processes sensory experiences, it naturally looks for patterns, and our conscious selves often seek meaning in those patterns. This can lead to the phenomenon known as cognitive dissonance, which describes how, once one believes in something, one is strongly inclined to try to explain away anything that conflicts with it. Cognitive dissonance is not unique to religion or spirituality, but often occurs in the context of such beliefs. Well, there's another paragraph here that says, How can I find meaning in life? The secret to finding meaning in life may not be to look for it. Psychiatrist Viktor Frankl, a Holocaust survivor whose books I've read, famously wrote about how he held on to meaning and purpose as a counter to suffering. However, he advised against actively searching for meaning, instead suggesting that meaning should ensue as a side effect of pursuing other goals. Research supports this idea. Those who report actively seeking meaning in life also report lower life satisfaction and happiness. While many believers insist God's existence is self-evident, evolutionary psychologists have researched why humans may have begun believing in a higher power. It's possible that when humans mastered tools, gaining a sense of their own agency, they applied that thinking to the world around them and the gods who must have created it. This is known as animistic belief. As human communities grew, a belief in gods who could punish wrongdoers or support agriculture also took hold, an idea that still holds great power today. Studies show that the brain may react in similar ways to diverse spiritual experiences. When people described times they felt oneness, infinity, or connection to a higher power, they had less activity in the inferior parietal lobe, usually active during representations of oneself in space or time, indicating people may temporarily lose their sense of self during spiritual experiences. And I think Psychology Today for that very well-articulated article. Now, from the University of Minnesota, taking charge of your health and well-being, comes the topic, what is spirituality? Spirituality is a broad concept with room for many perspectives. In general, it includes a sense of connection to something bigger than ourselves, and it typically involves a search for meaning in life. As such, it is a universal human experience, something that touches us all. People may describe a spiritual experience as sacred or transcendent, or simply a deep sense of aliveness and interconnectedness. Some may find that their spiritual life is intricately linked to their association with a church, temple, mosque, or synagogue. Others may pray or find comfort in a personal relationship with God or a higher power. Still others seek meaning through their connections to nature or art. 
Like your sense of purpose, your personal definition of spirituality may change throughout your life, adapting to your own experiences and relationships. Spiritual questions. For many, spirituality is connected to large questions about life and identity, such as, one, am I a good person? Two, what is the meaning of my suffering? Three, what is my connection to the world around me? Four, do things happen for a reason? Five, how can I live my life in the best way possible? Good questions, right? Experts' definitions of spirituality. Christina Puchowski, MD, director of the George Washington Institute for Spirituality and Health, contends that spirituality is the aspect of humanity that refers to the way individuals seek and express meaning and purpose and the way they experience their connectedness to the moment, to self, to others, to nature, and to the significant or sacred. According to Mario Beauregard and Denise O'Leary, researchers and authors of The Spiritual Brain, spirituality means any experience that is thought to bring the experiencer into contact with the divine. In other words, not just any experience that feels meaningful. Nurses Ruth Beckman-Murray and Judith Proctor-Zenter write that the spiritual dimension tries to be in harmony with the universe and strives for answers about the infinite and comes into focus when the person faces emotional stress, physical illness, or death. Now to the subject of the relationship between religion and spirituality. While spirituality may incorporate elements of religion, it is generally a broader concept. Religion and spirituality are not the same thing, nor are they entirely distinct from one another. The best way to understand this is to think of two overlapping circles like this. And spirituality in itself says, where do I find meaning? How do I feel connected? How should I live? Religion in itself says, what practices, rites, or rituals should I follow? What is right and wrong? What is true and false? And the interconnected aspects of both of them are belief, comfort, reflection, ethics, and awe. In spirituality, the questions are, where do I personally find meaning, connection, and value? In religion, the questions are, what is true and right? Where the circles overlap is the individual experience, which affects the way you think, feel, and behave. Spirituality versus emotional health. Many practices recommend cultivating spirituality and are similar to those recommended for improving emotional well-being. This is because there is a connection between the two. Emotional and spiritual well-being influence one another and overlap, as do all aspects of well-being. And then there are two bullet points. One, spirituality is about seeking a meaningful connection with something bigger than yourself, which can result in positive emotions such as peace, awe, contentment, gratitude, and acceptance. Number two, emotional health is about cultivating a positive state of mind, 
which can broaden your outlook to recognize and incorporate a connection to something larger than yourself. Thus, emotions and spirituality are distinct but linked, deeply integrated with one another. And we're followed by a quote, You do not need to know precisely what is happening or exactly where it is all going. What you need is to recognize the possibilities and challenges offered by the present moment and to embrace them with courage, faith, and hope. Thomas Merton. Like other reflective practices, mindfulness can be a tool to discover how spirituality manifests in your life. Mindfulness teaches you to be aware of what is happening in your body and mind in the present moment and open to it with curiosity and kindness. This allows you to explore beliefs, perspectives, and experiences in a new way that might lead to new insights around spiritual questions. Well, thank you very much, University of Minnesota. Now, from Spirituality and Practice, Resources for Spiritual Journeys by Frederick and Mary Ann Broussat. All of the world's religions have a spirituality, and it is also a common impulse among people who do not affiliate with any religion. A useful image was offered by B.D. Griffiths, a Christian who spent most of his life in India. During a video interview made shortly before his death, Griffiths spread out his hand. The religions are like the separate fingers, he said, and are quite distinct from each other. For example, they have different revered teachers, sacred texts, dogmas, and rituals. But, Griffiths continued, if you trace each finger to its source, the palm of the hand, you see that the religions all come together in their depths. 13th century German mystic Meister Eckhart put it another way, calling God an underground river of wisdom with many wells tapping into it. That river is spirituality. That is one answer. There are actually numerous definitions of spirituality. Jungian therapist Jeremiah Abrams defines spirituality as a holy longing, a yearning to know the meaning of our lives, to have a connection with the transpersonal. Two simple but profound definitions of spirituality are offered by Alan Jones, former dean of Grace Cathedral in San Francisco, who regards spirituality as the art of making connections, and by Jewish scholar David Ariel, who calls it heart knowledge. Catholic educator Regina Call suggests that spirituality is an awareness of the more than meets the eye in our daily lives. It refers to our hopes and dreams, our patterns of thought, our emotions, feelings, and behaviors. Gerald May, a psychiatrist and director of spiritual guidance, seconds that view, linking the term to our deepest values and desires, the very core of our being. Many define spirituality as a way of being in the world. According to Catholic Bishop Pedro Casal Daliga, poet of the Amazon Indians, spirituality is a measure of our humanity. Personal depth, conscience, deep will. Another Catholic, Sister Joan Pulls, locates it in our human responses to the brokenness of our world, the threats to our planet home, the crisis points in our own lives, and the pleas and plight of human beings around us. 
Latin American liberation theologian Leonardo Boff calls spirituality that attitude which puts life at the center and defends and promotes life against all the mechanisms of death, desiccation, or stagnation. The journey toward wholeness is a common motif in some definitions of spirituality. Psychotherapist Molly Young-Brown writes, When we expand our awareness, strengthen our center, clarify our purpose, transform our inner demons, develop our will, and make conscious choices, we are moving toward deeper connection with our spiritual self. Marcia Sinatar, who has written extensively about self-actualization, notes that everyone is spiritual to one degree or another, although many people don't admit it. In his book, The Music of Silence, Brother David Steindlerast, a Benedictine monk, gave one of the clearest explanations we have encountered. Sometimes people get the mistaken notion that spirituality is a separate department of life, the penthouse of our existence. But rightly understood, it is a vital awareness that pervades all realms of our being. Someone will say, I come alive when I listen to music, or I come to life when I garden, or I come alive when I play golf. Wherever we come alive, that is the area in which we are spiritual. And then we can say, I know at least how one is spiritual in that area. To be vital, awake, aware in all areas of our lives is the task that is never accomplished, but it remains the goal. And I thank you, Spirituality and Practice. From Wikipedia, Spirituality. The meaning of spirituality has developed and expanded over time, and various connotations can be found alongside each other. Traditionally, spirituality referred to a religious process of reformation which aims to recover the original shape of man oriented at the image of God, as exemplified by the founders and sacred texts of the religions of the world. The term was used with early Christianity to refer to a life oriented toward the Holy Spirit and broadened during the late Middle Ages to include mental aspects of life. In modern times, the term both spread to other religions and broadened to refer to a wider range of experience, including a range of esoteric traditions and religious traditions. Modern usages tend to refer to a subjective experience of a sacred dimension and the deepest values and meanings by which people live, often in a context separate from organized religious institutions. This may involve belief in a supernatural realm beyond the ordinarily observable world, personal growth, a quest for an ultimate or sacred meaning, religious experience, or an encounter with one's own inner dimension. I think that's very well said. Etymology. The term spirit means animating or vital principle in man and animals. It is derived from the Old English esprit, which comes from the Latin word spiritus, soul, courage, vigor, breath, and is related to spirare, to breathe. In the Vulgate, the Latin word spiritus is used to translate the Greek pneuma and Hebrew ruach. The term spiritual, matters concerning the spirit, is derived from Old French spirituel, 
which is derived from Latin spiritualis, which comes from spiritus or spirit. The term spirituality is derived from Middle French spiritualité, from Late Latin spiritualitatum, nominative spiritualitas, which is also derived from Latin spiritualis. There is no single widely agreed upon definition of spirituality. Surveys of the definition of the term, as used in scholarly research, show a broad range of definitions with limited overlap. A survey of reviews by McCarroll, each dealing with the topic of spirituality, gave 27 explicit definitions, among which there was little agreement. This impedes the systematic study of spirituality and the capacity to communicate findings meaningfully. Furthermore, many of spirituality's core features are not unique to spirituality. For example, self-transcendence, asceticism, and the recognition of one's connection to all were regarded by the atheist Arthur Schopenhauer as key to ethical life. According to Keyes Wadgman, the traditional meaning of spirituality is a process of reformation which aims to recover the original shape of man, the image of God. To accomplish this, the reformation or reformation is oriented at a mold which represents the original shape. In Judaism, the Torah. In Christianity, there is Christ. For Buddhism, Buddha. And in Islam, Muhammad. Houtman and Alpers suggest that modern spirituality is a blend of humanistic psychology, mystical and esoteric traditions, and Eastern religions. In modern times, the emphasis is on subjective experience and the deepest values and meanings by which people live, incorporating personal growth or transformation, usually in a context separate from organized religious institutions. Spirituality can be defined generally as an individual search for ultimate or sacred meaning and purpose in life. Additionally, it can mean to seek out or search for personal growth, religious experience, belief in the supernatural realm or afterlife, and to make sense of one's own inner dimension. Modern Spirituality Modern notions of spirituality developed throughout the 19th and 20th century, mixing Christian ideas with Western esoteric traditions and elements of Asian, especially Indian, religions. Spirituality became increasingly disconnected from traditional religious organizations and institutions. It is sometimes associated today with philosophical, social, or political movements such as liberalism, feminist theology, and green politics. Well, Transcendentalism and Unitarian Universalism Ralph Waldo Emerson was a pioneer of the idea of spirituality as a distinct field. He was one of the major figures of transcendentalism, an early 19th century liberal Protestant movement, which was rooted in English and German Romanticism. The biblical criticism of Johann Gottfried Herder and Friedrich Schleiermacher, the skepticism of Hume and Neo Platonism. The Transcendentalists emphasized an intuitive, experiential approach of religion. Following Schleiermacher, 
An individual's intuition of truth was taken as the criterion for truth. In the late 18th and early 19th century, the first translations of Hindu texts appeared, which were also read by the transcendentalists and influenced their thinking. They also endorsed universalist and Unitarianist ideas, leading to Unitarian Universalism, the idea that there must be truth in other religions as well, since a loving God would redeem all living beings, not just Christians. In terms of contemporary spirituality, the term spiritual has frequently become used in contexts in which the term religious was formerly employed. Contemporary spirituality is also called post-traditional spirituality and New Age spirituality. Hanegraaff makes a distinction between two New Age movements, New Age in a restricted sense, which originated primarily in mid-20th century England and had its roots in theosophy and anthroposophy and New Age in a general sense, which emerged in the later 1970s. When increasing numbers of people began to perceive a broad similarity between a wide variety of alternative ideas and pursuits and started to think of them as part of one movement. Those who speak of spirituality outside of religion often define themselves as spiritual but not religious and generally believe in the existence of different spiritual paths emphasizing the importance of finding one's own individual path to spirituality. According to one 2005 poll, about 24% of the United States population identifies itself as spiritual but not religious. The new Western spiritual landscape, characterized by consumerism and choice abundance, is scattered with novel religious manifestations based on psychology and the human potential movement, each offering participants a pathway to the self. Modern spirituality centers on the deepest values and meanings by which people live. It often embraces the idea of an ultimate or an alleged immaterial reality. It envisions an inner path enabling a person to discover the essence of his or her being. Not all modern notions of spirituality embrace transcendental ideas. Secular spirituality emphasizes humanistic ideas on moral character qualities such as love, compassion, patience, tolerance, forgiveness, contentment, responsibility, harmony, and a concern for others. These are aspects of life and human experience which go beyond a purely materialist view of the world without necessarily attempting belief in a supernatural reality or any divine being. Nevertheless, many humanists, Bertrand Russell, Jean-Paul Sartre, who clearly value the non-material, communal, and virtual aspects of life, reject this usage of the term spirituality as being overly broad. That is, it effectively amounts to saying everything and anything that is good and virtuous is necessarily spiritual. In 1930, Russell, a self-described agnostic renowned as an atheist, wrote, One's ego is no very large part of the world. The man who can center his thoughts and hopes upon something transcending self can find a certain peace in the ordinary troubles of life, which is impossible to the pure egoist. Similarly, Aristotle, one of the first known Western thinkers to demonstrate that morality, virtue, and goodness can be derived without appealing to supernatural forces, argued that men create gods in their own image, not the other way around. Moreover, theistic and atheistic critics alike dismiss the need 
for the secular spirituality label on the basis that it appears to be nothing more than obscurantism in that the term spirit is commonly taken as denoting the existence of unseen otherworldly life-giving forces and words such as morality, philanthropy, and humanism already efficiently and succinctly describe the pro-social orientation and civility that the phrase secular spirituality is meant to convey but without risking confusion that one is referring to something supernatural. Although personal well-being, both physical and psychological, is said to be an important aspect of modern spirituality, this does not imply spirituality is essential to achieving happiness. Free thinkers who reject notions that the numinous non-material is important to living well can be just as happy as more spiritually oriented individuals. Contemporary proponents of spirituality may suggest that spirituality develops inner peace and forms a foundation for happiness. For example, meditation and similar practices are suggested to help the practitioner cultivate his her inner life and character. Ellison and Fan assert that spirituality causes a wide array of positive health outcomes, including morale, happiness, and life satisfaction. However, Schulman's Steckhoven actively attempt to replicate this research and found more mixed results. Nevertheless, spirituality has played a central role in some self-help movements such as Alcoholics Anonymous. If an alcoholic failed to perfect and enlarge his spiritual life through work and self-sacrifice for others, he could not survive the certain trials and low spots ahead. Such spiritually informed treatment approaches have been challenged as pseudo Science. Keyes Weijman discerns four forms of spiritual practices. One, somatic practices, especially deprivation and diminishment. Deprivation aims to purify the body. Diminishment concerns the repulsement of ego-oriented impulses. Examples include fasting and poverty. Two, psychological practices, for example, meditation. Three, Social practices. Examples include the practice of obedience and communal ownership, reforming ego-orientedness into other-orientedness. And four, spiritual. All practices aim at purifying ego-centeredness and direct the abilities at the divine reality. Spiritual practices may also include meditation, mindfulness, prayer, the contemplation of sacred text and ethical development, as well as spiritual retreats in a convent. Love and or compassion are often described as the mainstay of spiritual development. Within spirituality is also found a common emphasis on the value of thoughtfulness, tolerance for breath and practices and beliefs, and appreciation for the insights of other religious communities as well as other sources of authority within the social sciences. Neuroscientists have examined brain functioning during reported spiritual experiences finding that certain neurotransmitters and specific areas of the brain are involved. Moreover, experimenters have also successfully induced spiritual experiences in individuals by administering psychoactive agents known to elicit euphoria and perceptual distortions. Conversely, religiosity and spirituality can also be dampened by electromagnetic stimulation of the brain. These results have motivated some leading theorists to speculate that spirituality may be a benign subtype of psychosis. 
benign in the sense that the same aberrant sensory perceptions that those suffering clinical psychoses evaluate as distressingly incongruent and inexplicable are instead interpreted by spiritual individuals as positive, personal and meaningful transcendent experiences. Considerable debate persists about, among other factors, spirituality's relation to religion, the number and context of its dimensions, its relation to concepts of well-being, and its universality. A number of research groups have developed instruments which attempt to measure spirituality quantitatively, including the Spiritual Transcendence Scale, the Brief Multidimensional Measure of Religiousness Spirituality, and the Daily Spiritual Experiences Scale. Researchers also gave an Expressions of Spirituality inventory measuring five dimensions of spirituality to over 4,000 persons across eight countries. The study results and interpretation highlighted the complexity and challenges of measurement of spirituality cross-culturally. I remember somebody telling me that he was doing something spiritual and that he implied that I was not a spiritual person. Now, for me, spirituality is something that's internal and personal, and you should keep to yourself. There should be no outward display for the sake of being performative. But that's just me. This definition is similar to me to the notion of a personal relationship with God. If you believe in God and you have a personal relationship with God, then it's personal. It's not public. You should keep it to yourself. But that's just my belief. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kitties say, peace out.